Welcome to the KC Kingdom Podcast with your hosts, Cole Berry and Brett Strauss, bringing you all the news and notes around Kansas City sports. Cole Berry here with my man, Brett Strauss. Yes, sir. And we're uh, we're getting to our little off-season stuff here today. Uh, we don't have a lot. To we're big to- sad. Football's over. It's... I'm still hanging on to that whole Super Bowl feeling, and the longer it gets from the Super Bowl, the this is new territory for me. So, like, how long can I really go back and watch the highlights? Well, because I keep doing it. Oh yeah, I'm not going to stop. I don't want to. Andy Reid's already like full combine mode. Like he's no, he's not a Super Bowl winning head coach anymore. He's just Andy Reid, you know, going into draft season. That nice outfit made it to Canton. <laughs> it did. I saw that, and then now I'm just going to be here like clinging to Super Bowl highlights probably until training camp. Honestly, that's. I watched the turning point from the championship week. Yeah, I didn't. Even, not even the. I mean, we we talked about the turning, turning point, point in the Super but Bowl. I watched the one before that, just just cause. And then the franchise comes out with the Super Bowl episode, and Which, I had I'd seen all the footage, but I'm like, no. But I watched it again. All the same. Oh yeah, and so I'm still kind of in that mode. But on the podcast, we are going to start shifting towards draft season and just football news season. Uh, we're the draft is this weekend at the time of this recording, so we're not going to have too much. Too much, com- or not the draft, sorry. The combine is this weekend. So we're not going to have too much combine coverage until the next episode. So uh, this week we're going to kind of cover speculation on some, some big movers. And that's where we're going to start with around the West and the quarterback situation in the division. News and notes from around the West. Yeah! All right. So uh, around the West, we really don't have much to talk about for. For Denver, they're a rebuilding team, so a lot of their news is going to come free agency and draft time. But the the Chargers are looking at a new quarterback situation, and apparently the Raiders might be interested in something like that too. So uh, let's start with the Chargers because we know Phillips out. They've already come out publicly on both sides saying they're not resigning him. Um, so who do you think? Like, there's the the quarterback carousel in free agency is going to be crazy because there's so many yeah. names that could be in the ring. So who's your just day one feel? Like, you think it's like a Tua in the draft? You think they free agent it or what? Um, this one's hard because you know the Chargers have had Philip Rivers for. Ever. Ever. Since I've been watching football. Um, you know what would be kind of cool? Jameis. Jameis is like on my big board of intrigue. Okay. What's Jameis going to do? Is Bruce Arians going to keep him around or is he going to ship him off? He got the LASIK. It's a new Jameis. This is, this is not your mom and dad's Jameis. This is brand new fresh-eyed Jameis. But who would, the, who would better represent the Chargers than Jameis? Because he's giving us four interceptions a game. And he's throwing five touchdowns. But he's throwing five touchdowns. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it would be – you you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference. Honestly, it would you wouldn't be able to tell the difference from the Bucks to the Chargers probably. The Bucks just went seven and nine. That'd probably be what the Chargers would go with Jameis. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah, perfect. He's perfect. Just keep the status quo. Um, I don't know. This, this quarterback thing is going to be hard. Some of the dominoes are already starting to fall. The Like, you know, the Chargers were the first ones to publicly kind of say, hey – Phillips out, so that gave you one free agent out there. The Panthers are now apparently moving forward with Cam. Matt Rule says, you know, uh, he looks healthy, and if if they get healthy Cam, that there's no one better. That's who they want to go with. So I'm going to try to kind of stifle the Cam rumors until we hear different, because that could just be smoke and mirrors. You know, that could all change. Yeah. Man, I just have this feeling that Teddy B is going to be the opening day starter for the Chargers. That would 
To, he's wanting. I saw something like thirty million a year or something yeah. for Teddy B. It, like, okay, they're gonna get a lot. He's gonna go for a lot, but I don't think he's gonna go for thirty million. That's kind of just a this is what I want type number, and yeah. they're obviously gonna talk him down a little bit. I think it's interesting that there's Dak Prescott controversy. Yeah, and that see that's why this this quarterback thing's so weird because because Tom Brady is a free agent. You got Dak. You have guys like Teddy Bridgewater. Phillip Rivers is now moving teams. And then you got teams wanting to draft a quarterback with Tua coming in, Joe Burrow. That means Andy Dalton's going somewhere. Like, I mean, yep. there are so many names to throw in the hat here. Taysom Hill apparently wants to get paid like a franchise yeah. quarterback. Yeah, it's it's no crazy. Way. So so I don't know who's a, who it is going to be. Um, another good segue, there's Derek Carr rumors. You know, are they moving on from him? They want to yep. give Tom Brady $30 million. But – but I don't – Derek Carr and Tom Brady played very similar last year. If you look at a statistics standpoint, and obviously Tom – Well, and who would you rather have? I mean, you you got experience, but with the experience comes age. So yeah. do you have an old guy who plays just like Derek Carr? Do you have a young guy that plays just like Derek Carr? You know, it's like, <laughs> who is Derek Carr? Really, the thing for the Raiders, I think their intrigue in Tom Brady has less to do with – the player and more to do with the status because they're moving to Vegas. They're going to want to push jerseys. And you know, if a Tom Brady silver and black Jersey hit the market, that's the number one Jersey Ooh, that year. Yeah. That's the number 12 Jersey is the number one Jersey. Anyway, usually he's always high in Jersey sales. So that shoots through. They can market the crap out of a guy like that. Like as a face of a friend yep. of move and Derek Carr can't be any further than a face of the franchise. Exactly. And you kind of saw that in Hard Knocks. He was the most... Just so nerdy. So, and not just nerdy Goofy. in like a fun way. It was kind of just like a... You know, you can get your comic book nerds like in the franchise. Khalil McKenzie really liked anime. Yeah. That was interesting. Derek, but he was kind of a cool guy. Yeah. You know? Derek is a loser. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say that, but I mean, he loses like, on the field. He makes John Gruden look cool. And, and he was trying so hard. There was one scene where his son like gave up after he couldn't dunk on his brother on one of those play hoops and Derek's like now son you gotta just keep going when life knocks you down like he tried to give an inspirational speech and then like winked at the camera like he didn't really do that but that's what he was doing he was trying to show how good of a dad he was and it was so just lame every time he talked I cringed every time every time they gave him a uh and so did John Gruden he would look yeah. over him like, "What are you? You don't talk like this. What are you saying right now?" So yeah, he's gonna. And if their play is similar as far as it goes, Tom and Derek, then the one you can market more is the one you want more, especially if you're wanting to move on from Derek. Because if you're trying to get get away from Carr, then you bring in a guy who plays like him already with better experience and, and is more marketable, and you, you pay him the thirty million, and you kind of you kind of just go with it. Do you think? Not, I'm not going to have you predict if Tom Brady's going there or not because that's a whole other story. But do you think day one next year, Derek Carr's the starter for the Raiders? I think so. And and I think it's it's hard, but I just I don't I don't see them moving on. I don't think they're happy with him, but, you know, you could. I mean, I think they're clinging to that one year where we're like, oh, Derek Carr might actually be really good in this league. Now all of a sudden he looks just like his older brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, the hardest part the Raiders are going to have for moving on from him is going to be the money. Yeah. Obviously. So if they can find a trade partner, even if it's like, you know, nickels on the dollar return wise value, if they can just find someone to take the contract, I think they move on from him. But if, if a trade doesn't materialize, they're pro they could be a sneaky. I think he's on a short leash. Yes. And he could, they could also be, they could be like a sneaky 
late first round quarterback kind of team. I yeah. know not too late because they didn't have a winning record, but they could be one of those the 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 Herbert in the background if he if he starts falling or one of those guys. Yeah, those fringe QB ones the Raiders could take a chance on and then really either go like, hey Derek, here's your competition. You well, and and Gruden's the QB guy, you know. So and he wants his own guy. Yeah, sometimes, he you know? wants his own guy. So yeah, I I think that too. I guess we could talk a little bit of Broncos here. It's not as intriguing, but. Joe Flacco says he, he he wants to play still, and I think he's still under contract, so he might have to be in Denver. And then if he is, they're probably going to move on from him because he's not going to want to be a backup, yeah. and they don't want him as a backup probably. So he might be a guy to throw a name in that free agent weird carousel of guys going around right now. I don't think he gets a starting job anywhere, though. Well, I was going to say, let's keep him in the AFC West. Yeah. From what we saw last year. As a backup to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Joe Flacco, backup quarterback. I did, see, I did see, speaking of backup to Patrick Mahomes, I saw Matt Moore is kind of on our chopping block. Yes, uh, the way it was worded, I think they want to keep one of Henny or Moore, but not both. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Moore, you know, he gave us... Gave us that big win against Minnesota. He's a big reason why we won a Super Bowl, which is crazy to say. I, that is crazy to say. And he's a, but it's true. It's true, and he's a Kansas City legend forever. I'm going to order he a is. Matt Moore jersey tomorrow. So a lot of a lot of quarterback news going around right now. Um, it's going to be crazy. Wild offseason. We're going to have a lot to cover here. Uh, but we don't have much going on right now, so we thought it would be fun today to do a little superlative action for the for the players and the team on the season. All right, so we got a list of superlatives here. Uh, we actually haven't like decided on it yet. We thought it'd be fun to kind of read them live and just get each other's instant reactions on them. So the first one I'm going to do that I saw I thought would be funny is cutest couple on the team. So who do you think is the cutest couple on the Chiefs? Cutest couple. Um, it is Andy Reid and his love affair for cheeseburgers. Oh, man. You could pick Andy Reid for a couple here, like Andy Reid cheeseburgers, Andy Reid and the Lombardi after the Super Bowl. Ooh, Andy Reid and his wife and cheeseburgers. And cheeseburgers. Andy Reid and Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> There's a lot of Andy Reid and a clean pair of Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones, yeah. Uh, my cutest couple, it's got to be Patrick and Dieter. Those yeah, two are those just two. inseparable when they're on the same squad together. All right, best dressed. Ooh. See, the, I can do – my first thought is the Travis Kelsey Louis Vuitton robe. Yes. From the – but then McCole Hartman had some awesome fits See, I, I, that was literally my line of thinking because Travis is kind of a swagged out guy. He always is, has some He's good a, yeah. fashion oh, on him. Yeah. But McCole in the playoffs, those fits he had, like the fresh jet – that he Ooh, did the Fresh Prince yes. one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give that one and to And the Fighter Pilot one was awesome. Oh, the Fighter Pilot one was was really good. All right, best smile. Oh, my guy, McColl. I love McColl. Oh, he is. Yeah, He's see, always smiling. I was afraid to do these ones that are, like, best looking because I thought it was just going to be Travis. But You know right what it too. should be, though? It should be uh, he was injured this year, Mississippi State guy. Oh, Breland? Yes, Breland speaks. yes, yeah. Breland speaks. If this was last year or even the year before, it'd be Sharkandrick. If he, oh, if, yeah, because yeah, that, that dude had some pearly whites on him. All right, this one is one we can actually kind of get into, I think. Most likely to survive in a Hunger Games-style battle. Who? Okay. So, so let's do it this way. The entire Kansas City Chiefs roster is in a Hunger Games. Yeah. Who who we think's coming out? First to come to mind, like Honey Badger. Up there, yeah, because he's tenacious. Oh, yeah. Frank he is Clark tenacious. Shark. But in, these are. I'm always... thinking Sammy though has got that next level thinking, yes. that higher thinking. <laughs> so just when just when Honey Badger is, you know, ready to fight everything with his fists, Sammy Sa is 
perched in the trees. Like a lizard, just, just, just the just lizard sliming king around. is sliming around. Man, see, this you could go a lot of different ways with this because it could be like those quiet guys, like a Damien Williams. Sorry, Andy, you're like the first to get out. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> Andy's just done. If we're doing coaches, Spags. He looks like he keeps fit. He's got some. He wide, pretty he's fit. got some. Yeah. He's a leader of men, so he gets one of them alliances going. He gets Tyreek's quick. Oh, it's hard to catch. Ooh, yeah. that, that's going to be yeah. tough because. But him and McColl would just be like chasing each other the whole yeah. time. Travis, I don't think Travis lasts long. No, Travis he's too is big. He's a tough guy, but like he's got some some diva in him too. So yeah, uh, my pick would be Tyron. The honey, he's too smart. He's too, he he's too, too smart, smart, and he's got that tenacity. He's got all that stuff. He's got a great animal name. Oh, yeah. he, he that, They're already notorious for not being scared of a fight. So, like, if he's fighting Chris Jones to the death, like, yeah. he's going he's gonna to stroll in there like that. All right, who do you think the biggest prankster on the team is? Ooh, prankster. That's a good one. Dustin Colquitt. You think I, so? I think Colquitt is the old head... Like the Eli Manning, you I know? bet, yeah, and the Peyton. Peyton yeah. used to do the. Came all out the that they were pranksters. Yeah. I think Dustin has some stuff up I his sleeve. I can definitely see that. Just, I bet it's all rookies too, because he's been there oh, for like yeah. twenty-seven years. Like that's a just, good one. Just have had the rookies I defi- roll I can on definitely in. see that. Who do you think is the biggest drama queen? Ooh, well, we talked about our guy Travis already a little <laughs> bit. I could, well, in his younger years, younger Travis, he has aged a little bit. He's aged. He was always kind of a hothead when he was like throwing the the towel. Yeah, as a and then flag. That, that gif that we won't talk that we won't about. talk about, but everyone knows about at the Denver yeah. game when yep. he's talking about Von Miller. Yep. Uh, Frank Clark is kind of yeah because he 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 talks his talk. You he know? does talk. Hey, his kid, talk. step into the dean's office. Yeah, step into the dean's office. Yeah, watch this. Keep your eyes on. I'm this. the one person you can't block. Yeah, he 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 likes the camera on him. Yeah. How about a wild card, Daniel Sorensen? <laughs> just, just like it just i i want to live in a world where he is just so straight faced in the media but behind the scenes he is the daniel biggest. sorson let's do a let's do another one for him most likely to be caught wearing air monarchs <laughs> that is daniel sorson dude man dirty dan just picture him throwing like a diva style fit just man, behind the scenes it'd be hilarious i can't, to see. I I can't, can't either i can't picture funny. it all right most likely to be president this one's easy Patty. Yeah, Patty. He's so good on the, the mic. The people love him. Oh, man. It, well, one, he'd have the Missouri vote locked down. He'd have oh. the Kansas vote locked down. He would locked have down. you know, the young vote locked down, so he would win. And it just he's the most presidential up there. Like You could ask him straight up. He could throw for 900 yards in a game, and we'd lose. And they'd be like, so you know, what was the problem today? And the defense would give up 50 points, and he'd be like, oh, I just didn't play good enough. I got to execute better. I missed some fourth. opportunities. Yeah, he'd be like 51 of 53. And he'd be like, I missed a couple throws out there. And they're like, yeah, literally. You only missed two throws all game, and one was a drop. So, yeah. I, just I, seeing I, him at that Post Malone concert, too. That was like a that was a presidential rally. Did you hear the story coming out of why Post got the tattoo on his arm? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, so he got the Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey their yep. signatures with the KC logo. Yep. It was because he they Patrick and Travis beat him fifteen times in a row in beer pong. Wow. They said Post was just grabbing a new teammate every game. And they just kept running him just down. So it was a decimation. He was grabbing crew members, his friends, like other artists. He's like, yo, come play. Come just every game. And they just kept beating him and beating him. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to get your name tattooed on my body because it was such a great performance in beer pong. Wow. So moving on to the next superlative, who would be the best beer pong duo? Already nailed that one down. Yeah, that one's done. 
most likely to star in their own reality show. Now we can't cop out and say Kelsey because he's already done that. Because been there. Him and him and his girl, that. they're they're doing good. So we don't need a catching Kelsey too. Who do you? All right, so let's not do reality show. Let's do dating reality show. So who on the team would would you think would be good Ooh, for that? Demarcus Robinson. Honey Thunder. Yeah. yeah. He's got like he, he's got that that it factor. So he's yeah, and he's kind of a little awkward enough to make it work cuz the guys on yeah. those shows are always a little awkward. Like they don't want no, to be yeah. on the shows. Oh, yeah. Uh I want to say McCole again. Cuz he's That a, would be great. He's a handsome yeah, that'd young be guy. A good one. Or we just put all the receivers in a dating show and just let them go. That, yeah, that would and, be awesome. And pick the winner. This one, see, we're reading a list of superlatives right now. This one says most likely to win the Super Bowl. Everyone. The on Chiefs. The team. Most likely to win a Nobel Prize. Sammy. I was going to say that because he's got that outside of the he's box got thinking. The, yeah. He's, nope, nope, sorry, change it. The doctor, dude. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a doctor. He is a doctor. Yeah, which we can talk about his contract situation because we don't know if yeah, he's going to be there know. in the Chiefs. But as far as this goes. Best person to share a deserted island with. Ooh. Ooh. I'm thinking of someone generous, someone like a good roommate yeah. almost. I immediately thought Andy because he would never let us starve. No, he'd eat all the food. And I'm a no, big, but he would find the food. I see. I'm a big guy too, so like I can say this. That's true. I would hate to be on a desert island with me because I would I would be starving. Yeah, but you would last a long time. Man, who? That's a tough one because you know Desert Island's a lot of situations. You want a hunter like Frank Clark? He's a literal shark. He can go get fish for you. That's true. That's a good one. One of I, those. I can just picture Honey Badger throwing a sweet spear. Ooh, Mike Pinnell. He's a big man. Mike Pinnell is a any scary animal on he that is. desert island. He would could be, like just rip trees out of the ground, probably. Well, we for fire. We said desert island, Sammy, because he's a lizard oh, yeah, already. Desert. That's a that's an easy one. There's probably still trees. All it's right. Probably deserted, not desert. Most likely to leave and never come back. So who we cut in this offseason? That's a tough one. D Ford. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, does he win this one too? No. Okay, so I say that only because did you see on Twitter today? About them trying to bridge that gap. And then he quote tweeted it and, yeah. and had like the little happy faces or whatever. We need to definitely capitalize on that Super Bowl euphoria. Because right now is the cheapest you will ever get these guys. Because they, they, they know that feeling. They want to stay with their brothers. Like, you know when something emotional like that happens, you're just bonded to those people yeah. forever. Well, and, and how appealing is it to just say, let's just run it back. Let's run it back. And so, let's do it again. If you're going to get any hometown discounts, it's going to be just this year. Because these, some of these guys are young enough. They know they're going to get paid again. So they, they're cool with a one-year. Kind of like when DeMarcus uh, – Cousins, he went vet veteran minimum yeah, for the boogie. Golden State Warriors. Yeah, yeah. so try to get the ring. Sammy, if you're gonna if you're gonna get him like cheaper, it's gonna be now. So um, extension wise, you can try to backload some of his money again. Mike Pinnell and the the Chiefs represent representatives have met. They're trying to get a deal done. Chris Jones has been adamant that he's not leaving Kansas City. So I think when when guys are like talking about it, the run it back mentality is very real. We're just gonna have to find a good balance of paying them but not paying them too much. All right, let's move on. Most likely to become a travel blogger. Uh, Brittany. Oh, oh Pat's girlfriend. Yeah, we'll count her. <laughs> uh, Mitch Schwartz. 
Oh yeah, I bet he'd be, be a, he'd be a food travel yeah, blogger with his brother. Would be. Yeah, yeah. Ma- imagine a short him and Jeff. Oh, on the Travel Channel, I would watch the heck that would out be of awesome, that because they look exactly the same. Oh, they're man. both just big dudes too, and, and they act the same too. Yeah. like they and they're both just sm- cooking food and they're traveling. smart, dude. Yeah, those guys are smart. Just, that would be awesome. That's a good one. I, I think that would be that would be good. Most likely to never change. Well, Travis keeps coming up, but it's hard to it's hard not to go straight for the I big don't know. personalities. He, he changed though. He did, he change. did change. We already talked about that. Chris Jones. I oh, don't. Yeah. I don't think Sack Nation's ever going anywhere. I think yeah. that guy's going to be the same forever. And well, yeah. Did you hear him on part of my take when oh, he was talking man. about? Oh man, that was awesome. He's one of those guys. The voice don't match the body. Oh, he yeah. is a very like not soft spoken. He's got a softer voice, and he's all yeah. he's excited, but he looks yeah. mean out on the field. So. He said that he was like, when did they start drinking on during the parade? It was early. Like 8.30 a.m. Yeah. He said he saw like a uh, a girl to his right crushing beer Stone Cold style. Yeah. He was like, I got to do that. And yeah. so he said, started throwing it to me. So he had like eight beers. All right. Best dancer. That one's rough. There's, there's some good dancers. Tyreek. Travis. Tyreek's son. Tyreek's Tyreek son. son, yeah, that's you said Tyreek, and I was like, oh, that that they had that cute video. Travis is all is our is our guy for dancing though. Oh, Colin Saunders, Saunders, Saunders was hitting it hard during the, the playoffs. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was going good. All right, who do you think would be in a clique of three? Just just the like the mean girls of the group. Just the overall the the big clique. Oof! Everyone wants to be around Patrick. I'm trying to think outside the box here, but he's well, the first person that comes. Patrick to. and the, he's got to pick two because he's got a lot of friends. He does have a lot of friends. Patrick, I think McColl slips in there just because he's always trying to be next to Patrick. He's the hype guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's That's in so there. funny. So, like during the team pictures and everything, you know, and he's like sitting right next to him because, and then when the media day when he's like. I'm gonna stand next to Pat so I can get on the cameras. So Pat and Travis are the seniors, and McColl's the freshman. They kind of take under yeah, the wing a just, little bit. It's they too, don't really need him there, but, but he, they but he just is always around. He's a fun time too, and they they get them get him to do stupid stuff at parties. So, all right, let's do. Have we done class clown yet? Mm-mm. All right, let's do class clown. Who do you thinks the funniest on the team? I think Chris Jones is the Chris, funniest. Chris Jones usually always gets a laugh, and he's pretty funny in his interviews. He slips in those, yeah, those he remarks. Does. Yeah. Uh, sp- oh, Spags. And he doesn't mean to be. He's class clown, but he doesn't know he is. Like when uh, we were saying I can sw- see that. swag. I don't know what a swag is, but we have it. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Spag, they say, they say being around him is just so fun because he's like, he tries to be hip and young, but he knows he's not. So, so he's a good guy around. I think we're only going to do one or two more here. We're kind of running out on this list. I'm trying to get a, a kooky one. A kooky one. Most likely to end up on Broadway. Hmm. I don't even a know. Singer. I don't know if we have any singers on the team. We haven't had any good videos come out of anyone yeah. singing. I guess it'd be the dancers again then. The dancers, Colin maybe. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one of those like bubbly guy, Derek Naughty. Derek, yeah, Derek Naughty's got that face, man. He could be up there. I could. Yeah, he's the he's the one guy that doesn't sing a lot, and then. When his part comes up, it's like a a booming opera. Yeah. And everyone is so surprised. And, uh, yeah, he comes out of nowhere. All right, here's the last one we'll do. It's going to be uh, team-oriented. It's most likely to stay in the hometown. So let's talk about a guy who is going to be a chief for life that's like not Patrick Mahomes. 
And not Travis Kelsey. And not Travis Kelsey. Who do you think is going to be one of those lifer type guys? Oh, um, that's a good question. Um, I'd like to say we're going back. The offense is fun to talk about because yeah. Um, I like McColl. Okay, so mine is going to be Eric Fisher because receivers oh, move one. on yeah. a lot. That's true. You know, Skill guys. those big defensive names move on a lot. Linemen kind of stay in one or two That's spots true. for 10 plus years. I think Fisher's going to be one of those like Joe Staley's. Yeah. The Joe fact Thomas. that we got Mitch Schwartz is kind of weird because he was in Cleveland forever. He doesn't feel like a Cleveland guy. Like I, no. I forget. And like, yeah. to me it's just Chiefs always, but I think Eric Fisher's going to be that guy cuz he's not so good. There's going to be a huge demand for him every time a contract comes up. And well, and it's and his position is not you know it's it's important but it's not like those interior guys yeah. that you really really need so yeah I think Eric Fisher is going to hold down that left side for a while and then he's probably going to have one of those like 11 12 year careers and he's going to retire at like 33 still got some gas in the tank but he's like ah I've played I got the enough. money I got the money I'm gone so number one overall dude and that's crazy to think that he was a number one overall pick and th- this is nothing against him that was the worst draft class to have the number one overall pick. Like Eric Fisher is one of those guys you get mid to late first that you're like, oh, I can't believe this guy fell to me. Like he's really good. Yeah. And in that draft, he was the clear cut number one. Well, and it's crazy. It's crazy that you know the year before was Cam. Yeah. The year after was Andrew Luck, and you know two years ago we would have been like, ah oh, uh, man, I'd love to be. Now know. we don't care. Now, you know? well, now we're like. Well, we got Patrick Mahomes instead of Andrew Luck, who's retired, and Cam Newton, who hasn't seen the field and what feels like forever. That is a great point because we were all clamoring for those quarterbacks. That quarterback class, wasn't it like Geno Smith and EJ Manuel? Weren't those the two names, I think, that came out of that Ooh, class? That's tough. Yeah, it was like we just came off a 2-14 and season. We were lucky enough they swung that trade for Alex. It was Fisher and Luke Jokel were the two, like, oh, can't miss prospects. And luckily, did anyone good come out of that draft? Actually, yeah, I'll pull it up real quick. Um, it, they did, but it, it they didn't start coming off the board until like uh, mid first round because it was like Eric Fisher, Luke Jokel, and then it was like Dion Jordan, and that so that first round was pretty rough. But I we yeah. made the right pick because Luke Jokel was being talked about there, and we ended up being you know more of a. Uh, a Fisher guy, so I'm pulling up that first round draft right now. They had it was Eric Fisher, Luke Jokel, Deion Jordan, Barkevius Mingo, Ooh. and then it was like Lane Johnson. So okay, that's Lane's good. good. That was a good one. But then Jonathan Cooper, Tavon Austin, D. Milner, Oof. Chance Warmack, DJ Fluker, DJ Hayden. The next Pro Bowler was Sheldon Richardson at yeah. at 13. Kenny Vaccaro, EJ Manuel, Jarvis Jones, Justin Pugh. So. Oof. Yeah, that first round was terrible. So bad. It was bad. And then DeAndre Hopkins at 27. Ah, that would have been disgusting. That would have been. DeAndre won. Very disgusting. It, I can't believe the Rams took Tavon Austin that high. I, there's always that one where you look back, you're like, I can't believe that. But at the time, it made sense. Like Kevin White. Ooh. When Kevin White came out, Ooh. there was so much hype around him. And he well, because he had the best college tape. Oh, and the combine results were otherworldly. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Kevin White. And then he just nothing. It, obviously, I remember Sammy Watkins' tape, though, coming out of college was insane. He was drafted over every receiver in that class. You know, yeah. Mike Evans, Odell. That's, that's some company. And, and Sammy looked the best. And he looked the best coming out of college. Yeah. He looked good. 
All right, that's all the superlatives we're going to do. That's a fun little thing. Uh, next week, we're going to tra- uh, transfer, kind of go towards draft combine stuff. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, really, to get into that. With, and if, with free agency coming up, we're really going to be hitting that hard. We are going to be doing a mock draft, I think, after the combine. And then we're going to be doing one right before the week of the draft. And we'll be, I'll be posting an article online about that. Um, but before we get out of here, we have a really nice um, ode to Philip Rivers, a nice farewell. farewell. He's leaving. He deserves it. So we here at the pod decided we'd give him a send-off the best way that we knew how. Now that Philip Rivers has left the Chargers, you too can own his greatest hits, unforgettable classic songs such as Cry Me Rivers, Picks in the Air Tonight. You're going to miss this. You're going to miss this. You're going to miss this pass. He ain't going to catch that. It's going to hit the grass. You're going to miss this. Philip Rivers' last dance. The sidearm shuffle. Edge of 17. Just like a sidearm pass. It's fourth down and I'm going to sling it. Ooh, baby, ooh, it's picked. And who can forget his number one song, Don't Wanna Miss This Pass. I'm just gonna close my eyes and throw it down the field to Mike. He ain't gonna catch it, but the other team might. Yeah, 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 yeah. For just three easy payments of $19.99, you too can take home all these songs and more. First 100 callers get a commemorative Philip Rivers contraceptive. It's 0% effective. Call now.